Oh, the one. Yeah, have you seen the liquor office week? Welcome back to the Cali Brick Click, where we have your host today. Shy time is my time. Okay. Ninja with the brick. And today, yeah. our guest is Stud City as well. And if you'll notice, um, I don't sound like the plastic architect. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that she's not here. Um, yeah. I'm Holly from Holly on Film because each week we're going to have a special guest over the next couple of weeks because Claire got married. Um, not that, oh. I mean, I know this is a podcast, but I have a visual reference here. So really, I'm off to a fantastic <laughs> start as her mm-hmm, podcast mm-hmm. host. But be sure to check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, and anywhere you find your podcast. But hello, everyone. How are we doing? How was my intro? Rate, rate it out of 10. Still so, better than my intro. <laughs> it, it, it was good. It was, it was nat- natural. Good start. Well, welcome, Stud City. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm I'm really happy to be here. So I really appreciate the invite and always when a podcast come up, talk about Lego, it's like two of my favorite things, right? So how can I decline? Uh, thanks for having me and uh, let's, let's get on into it. Well, if you're not familiar with Stud City, uh, if you like these large, giant collections, that is, I guess, by blood his. <laughs> uh, he, he's well known for this, but also he does a lot of like Lego kind of buying and stuff like that so we'll we'll definitely get into him for a little bit so right quick who are you uh so I, my name is Cristo from stud city right and i kind of have a mix of content i know people are like oh you know your uncle's collection made you I, that's fair right i'm not going to take that away but uh there's there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff right my my uncle's awesome he's he's probably one of the best people i've, I've known uh and for him to be seen on social media he's like really like progressed uh, my channels but uh, progressed him as a person as well so it's been awesome uh, and it, it kind of gave us a chance to click in something i know we both really enjoy lego right but he enjoys building and i more enjoy content side of it and kind of networking and meeting people that's what really inspired me and he's kind of the opposite um he just loves building uh, so that kind of brought us together in a way but as far as my channel i do cover his collection stuff i do enjoy building live streams uh, and then, of course, going over our favorite thing, which is Lego investing, uh, because it's like Lego, I'm really enjoying investing. Uh, I combine the two. It's like you had like the perfect baby. So that's kind of a little bit backstory on me. What's your Lego story then? So my Lego story kind of kicked off in my college days. So I was coming off a, a division one athletic career. I know. Probably, probably one. That's a shocker. I, yeah. Probably one that. yeah, I want to know what, what, what was it. <laughs> I, I played football, the real football. So uh, the soccer yeah. football or American football? Soccer. He football. said the real. Football. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Finally, some respect out here. <laughs> but uh, came, coming out of that that career, and there was kind of like a void, and that was like a realization that that was slowly coming to an end. Uh, and I was just so beat up and like tired that I was like, I don't want to do this forever. And uh, there was a few things that kind of pushed me over the edge, but uh, you know, age always is one of them. <laughs> so the Lego kind of just one day walking through a Walmart, you know, one in the morning back before pandemic, the good old days when things were open till you know, two, three in the morning, uh, I just came across, I think one of the first sets was like uh, speed champions and, Nice. Uh, me and like a roommate picked up a few of the speed champion sets. Like immediately we went back to our rooms uh, and our apartments, just started building them. And like, we just had a kicker of a time. Uh, and that, that kind of kicked things off. Uh, we started going on Facebook marketplace and just buying sets, star Wars, Lego modulars, Lego trains. And like, we just turned our apartment into something chaotic. And then we're like, okay, we should step back here and get a little bit more uniform, focus on a couple of themes uh, so we just started building and then we kind of got into doing some social media a little bit on like live streams. Uh, but essentially the building aspect was just something like we kind of did together. We were both stepping away from like soccer. Uh, I'm going to call it soccer through the football. But uh, for those of you watching, <laughs> uh, uh, we, we kind of filled that void right there. Like we didn't go and get like part time jobs. Like instead we did something a little bit better. <laughs> we started building Lego. Uh, in college when you're at like your brokest times. Uh, so we, we really kicked it off that way. Uh, we started meeting people in the community and uh, it really sucked us in. I think like, uh, well, me, more of the sense, I got sucked in farther, right? I started be meeting people in the community. I think one of like the first people I met was brother from another brick, uh, which was so fortunate, right? He was so open armed uh, and I, he just really pulled it such a 
niche like group together and I really enjoyed the people more than I even enjoyed building. Uh, so that kind of just kickstarted things so much farther than I would have expected. Uh, I just never really had such a community that was so close and caring aside from like my culture side. Like, so I am a Greek American um, coming from Greece and stuff, right? Uh, that culture is ex- extremely close and they're so giving and stuff. Uh, but aside from being uh, Greek and uh, associating with like, basically my family and, you know, close family friends, this community's kind of like done the same thing. And I've, for me, I've never seen a community like that. So uh, you look at like the sneaker community or in the vesting community, it's always like a competition or like a battle, a one up, you know, battling the Jonesons, right? Uh, it, everything, everywhere or form, I've never met a community that was, you know, similar to like my cultures. And for me, that Lego community was like that. Uh, is people caring about one another. Uh, they didn't want to disrespect you. They wanted to, you know, help you in any way or form. They wanted, they just wanted to see you thrive and be successful and let, and let alone just be happy. And I think being happy and enjoying things, uh, that's what it was all about and kind of just stuck me around. Just pause there. It's interesting as well because it's like the complete opposite, I guess, of where you came from doing a lot of sport growing up where it's such a competitive atmosphere and everyone's trying to outdo each other. People are trying to get to the professional level and make it to the Premier League and all that right. type of thing. Like how was that shift like going from such a competitive atmosphere all throughout college to just suddenly like being really supportive of one another? One, it was different. Uh, let alone just just completely the opposite of the spectrum. You're going from like mm-hmm. training multiple times a day, right? You're, you know, 5 a.m. your you, your trainings, uh, and then you go to classes from after trainings straight into more trainings and workouts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it, it hit me hard, and that like I want to say it was just you know maybe a few weeks or something before I kind of like found Lego in the community. It's it, what it seems like. It might have been longer, uh, but trainings it, it was it was catching up to me. Uh, you know, you'd get up at mornings, you know, 5 a.m., uh, you'd go to class straight after, still sweaty and stuff. You didn't even have a chance to shower. Uh, and then from there, you would go back to training and, you know, your sleep schedule, uh, you're stressed out with school. Uh, it, it, it wasn't a great lifestyle. And I loved it. You know, it's the only language I spoke. You know, football was a mm-hmm. language I spoke from probably birth until, you know, my early 20s, so like maybe like 20, 21 years old. Uh, and then, from that point forward, when things kind of shifted with my university, it just, it filled right in. Uh, it was kind of flawless in a sense, just because that community made me feel happy again. And that was, that was what it was. That was the trigger, right? That's what kept you. They made you feel happy. It's like, okay, you know, life can be a little bit more enjoyable again. You can go on trips still. You can go to conventions, uh, meet more people that are, you know, like-minded, right? They're enjoying this. So I would say that's probably one of the biggest transitions there. Do you still play? For, for Okay, so I only play with if my cousins play. Like, okay. my cousins will call me and they'll say, or my friends that I grew up with. And that's the only time I find enjoyment. Because for me, I don't want to play where it's like, oh, you know, we want to win. You know, there's a tournament. You know, it's worth $10,000 or whatever. I don't want to play it because I know where that goes. You know, then it's like, okay, the next weekend, there's another tournament. And the next, it's the, for me, the money's not worth it, let alone, it's just not worth it to me. But if my, you know, my cousins or my, like, some of my best friends called me and said, Hey, you know, there's this tournament, you know, come play. I would because I would enjoy it. And and that's what it is. And they're all out of shape anyway. So I'd still be the best in there. <laughs> <laughs> Putting the hobby aspect back into your hobby, essentially. Like that's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, there, right. there's a certain point, like, like with whatever you do in life, if you find something that starts as a hobby or a love or a passion, and then it starts to become monetized. And then all of a sudden it starts to become like more serious, mm-hmm. then you kind of lose the fire of why you're originally doing it. And it, right. it's cool to see someone I mean, that well, works for YouTube too. So Holly, you could definitely speak to yeah. that. Um, but, Absolutely. But like going from, you know, having the fun of playing Turn football out, from a very young age to, you know, almost it could have been a career path for you. Probably still can be if you really, really put yourself to it. But like to step away, take a breather, remember like why you love what you're doing. Um, or like, it doesn't have to be a hobby. It could be a, like your way of life. Like, like, Football right. could be your way of life. And just to keep that flame lit, um, sometimes you just have to step away. But on the YouTube side, especially in the Lego world, uh, you know, a lot of us started this for fun. We got into the hobby with buying Lego in very s- most simplest ways. And then eventually we started getting more and then started filming it, started getting growth. And then all of a sudden it becomes a job, Holly. Yes. 
It does. I mean, I've had like a similar case a couple of times. I feel like when it came to Lego, like I know, like while I was an ambassador, like I'm constantly, or at least especially in my early days, right? Like I'm trying to grow, I'm trying to post a lot. And to me, it felt like I need to share everything I have. Like I need to live stream every single build. I need to do a post on everything and really get the most amount of money out of it. And I had a similar case where I was just like, I felt burnt out. I was like, I'm not getting the same enjoyment out of building a set as I used to. So I like started to just do more off the side and not worry about posting everything. And like, even over the last like couple of weeks, like I finally had like a proper, like three, three days off where I just like, didn't do anything partially because I had no cell service for those three days, but also like everyone I like wanted to, I guess, like be around was in one location. So I actually got to take a break. And I think that was really important and like even I guess like now that you have a new hobby and like posting Lego, like make sure to take those breaks. Like that is the best piece of advice I guess I can give anyone who does start to get into it. Like make sure you're building stuff just for you. And like my like I always found it very therapeutic. So if you can take time just to relax and unwind or don't worry about sharing everything just so that you don't have that same experience again. And then you have to find another hobby <laughs> and then oh, right. it, should, it would just be an intense cycle. Yeah, I think I think that's the beauty with like being a, a content creator, especially in like the Lego mm -hmm. form. Uh, you don't have to post every day. You can if you want to, by all means, mm -hmm. right? Um, but also, you can you can plan ahead a little bit too. You can kind of um, get make your own schedule in the sense, especially like you know if you're going full time, like like you are, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. You can make your own schedule. You can plan ahead. You know, you know maybe Saturdays and Sundays you grind, right? And you plan out videos mm -hmm. every other day throughout the week, so like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then, you know, Tuesday and Thursdays, you can do absolutely nothing. And that's like, that's the beauty of it, you know. So what's your current like your schedule, schedule like wise yeah, when you, you like, play, think about like your content? Like what's your approach? Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's it's been challenging. The last, I would mm -hmm. say, three, four months, I started feeling it. I've, I've been I've yeah. been feeling it. Um, I do have some private information, uh, but it, it was finally like a sense of, hey, this is paying off. Like this is awesome news. It's a, such a big opportunity. Um, but my, as far as my schedule, uh, I do work a full-time job as well. So believe it or not, <laughs> uh, I am an engineer, uh, for a company, uh, and nice. you know, that, was, that works around maybe 50, 60 hours a week, uh, at least. So it's tough. Um, I travel quite a bit for work as well. Uh, so I really have to be pretty tight knit with my schedule. Um, being to work from home a little bit is just such a great opportunity as well to kind of get, get in your work, uh, and then they'll you don't have to travel. So that time you would spend traveling, you could work on content. Uh, and it's, it's truly from, you know, before the sun comes up when the sun goes down, uh, just full force, right? Like your job, I'm jumping from my job uh, and I'm jumping from, you know, my content creation. So my other job, uh, and managing different platforms. Right. And it's a lot, but, uh, you really just have to take, take advantage. Uh, there's, you know, different platforms like YouTube, uh, that one's a little bit, more focused, right? That's something I focus more on. Uh, whereas Instagram and TikTok is like recycled content is what I like to call it. <laughs> Someone <laughs> said. Yeah, right. Someone's got to say it. I mean. That's, that's I my exact mindset as well. I, I love to hear. <laughs> I've, I've never made a dollar off Instagram. So it's, it's just Instagram in general. I mean, affiliate marketing is different, but I was never in the creator content. I, what is it called? The con Meta's platform, whatever they were paying. Mm -hmm. um, so why put the, not the effort, but why make something different and noticeable for Instagram when, you know, posting the same videos between TikTok worked, right? So uh, mm -hmm. even though it is the same, same content, different audience is the best way to put it. Yeah, no, yeah. It's like promotion, yeah. basically. Yeah, it is, but it's hard Just to like pull outreach. people from other platforms to get yeah, to one platform. True. Like Instagram, YouTube is like a good easy one. TikTok to Instagram, probably not happening. <laughs> um, no. You know, Instagram to YouTube, eh, I don't know that too well. It doesn't look yeah. like it. So, I mean, Holly, you would know, right? I mean, uh, yeah, I feel like definitely like YouTube to anywhere is like kind of the the way you want to go but like finding like funneling people from instagram or t tiktok especially i think is the worst like i just leave it in the background now i'm like when i want to post on it i'll post about it just because yeah. like i don't see a lot of value in it for me personally like i can see a lot of other people doing great things with it 
but I just can't see many people moving over just because like who's gonna watch I guess like a long video if you're going on TikTok and just scrolling mindlessly like that's not the content you're coming from and if you're gonna move over to Instagram you're just gonna see the same things but maybe like you want to know a little bit more about that person you want to see a photo as well but because like Instagram is just basically trying to copy TikTok like I don't see like people wanting to go and open another app just to see the same stuff like I get it too I post the same things on both of them I'm like I'm not going to put in any effort like I don't get anything out of TikTok or Instagram like we don't have those kind of creative fun programs even for TikTok in Australia that's just not a thing so I'm like I'm not going to put time and effort and energy into it I'm just like look if people find my face and like I guess it's just the beauty of like you can reach a lot of people and a lot of people can see your name see your face see your content maybe just get familiar with you like I see that kind of as the value so I guess like that's really the only benefit but yeah growing and moving an audience it's like it's it's I think the hardest part I guess about content creation especially in the day of like short form content like I think it's getting increasingly more difficult that's cool that you're saying that like so with me on instagram i'm actually finding it more enjoyable when people are posting photos because especially when i find new accounts of like random people that i found interesting Mm -hmm. with their little short forms um i kind of just like want them to stop moving for a second so like when you're Mm -hmm. going through their feed right initially you just see the thumbnail whatever they're doing or the, the capture whatever the picture is um so you if you're not really paying attention, you think it's a photo and you click on it and it has nothing to do with that mm-hmm. photo. It's all video. And if it's just all that, it gets really annoying. And every now and then I at least want to see a photo or a freeze just so I could like, it, it, I don't know. It's just something soothing for me about it. Like seeing a photo of the account that I'm watching um, at least sprinkled throughout the entire thing, as opposed to it being all reels. You know what I mean? That That's just me. Uh, I, I'm with you, Shai. I, 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 my first platform was Instagram and it started with just taking pictures of Lego, which yeah. it may be boring, you know, that, that might be boring to look at now, but no, see, I missed the photo. I missed the days yeah. when people just take a photo of their collection. Like I'll see a photo. I'm like, Oh cool. Like I want to look at your shelves. I want to zoom in. And then it's a reel and they're moving. And then on Instagram, I can't pause it. And I get really frustrated. I'm like, no. what is going on? Like, I say especially if it's an edited photos. photo if, like the day because you know like, the, yeah if it's an it's a real it looks like a really good edited photo uh but it's technically just the cover of the reel right. but you just want to see the photo you don't care about the reel and you're just like oh it's got nothing to do with it as cliche as it sounds but i remember like every single holiday so like halloween you know the, in america they get so dressed up and stuff i'd go to the lego store and find halloween minifigs buy them and that whole week I'd like set up pumpkins outside, take different pictures around it. Like that's how intense it was. Like for whatever reason, I just enjoyed doing it. You know, like, this mm-hmm. is the time where I was, you know, maybe like $3,000 on Instagram, no YouTube, nothing. And it was just pure enjoyment. However odd that may seem, but <laughs> you just don't see that. Anymore. Not at all. I love it. <laughs> Everything's too orchestrated now. Like, I mean, I guess like I think back to the days of early Instagram, right. And you just take a photo on the app and it's got that, awful filter and just like just not a pair in the world like and <laughs> the now border. these days and i mean completely opposite spectrum like on just how instagram's grown it's no longer just like people sharing little bits of their lives it's like no i'm like trying to make a career out of this but even then and like it's just so kind of I don't want to say fake, but it's just like performative a little bit, I feel like. And I think that's well why that's kind of why photo dumps have like really started to take a lot of popularity. But I haven't seen that translate into the Lego space yet, which I think is really interesting, though I don't know how it would necessarily. But I wonder if like that's something that could like come back in the future, because like if we're all like missing that kind of like just I want to see a photo type of atmosphere, like maybe I guess that's a path that could potentially be upcoming the same way that like those split screen thumbnails have like really only just hit the Lego kind of content space. It's especially the use of the story. Yeah. <laughs> the story is like a big thing at this point. I, I don't know. It's just it, Instagram's everywhere. I just use it as a calling card. If you want to reach out to me, that's like how I talk to people mm-hmm. in, the, in the community and like going back to what you said in the very, very beginning, like I'm here not to make a career out of it. I'm here like to be a part of what this is. Like I'm not talking about Cadbrick. I'm talking about like the whole overall mm-hmm. online community. I find joy in it. I, I love the people who are on there. I made some really, really good friends. Um, so like I want to be here because of that. I want to stay mm-hmm. alive like here by posting content. So that keeps me like 
I'm here. Um, I didn't disappear. Love you, Lauren. Um, but <laughs> she's still know, around. We still know, talk to her. We still talk to her. She's on all of our stuff, so technically she's still around. But <laughs> um, that's why Instagram's good. You can just just yeah, throw a DM to someone. Exactly. So your friends in your circle. Instagram is a good way of just ensuring that there is a hand reach. It, it does get like a little scary when like people just completely disappear. Like they stop posting content on YouTube, then you yeah. check on them on Instagram, and there's nothing since 2022. So like, and then like you reach out, and then nothing happens. So you kind of wonder uh, with all that stuff. But uh, going going back into the Lego, you're you're getting famous off your uncle's collection. Hey, you know what? It's family. Like I'm cool with it. Sure. Like if yeah. if it's there, like why not? I mean, like uh, Holly, you're just in um, Claire's room. Emily mm-hmm. took that in full advantage and did a overall haul for May the May the fourth she's technically using the room it's not her lego yeah use as the backdrop but just kind of being using someone else's collection to your advantage i mean as long as you say it's not your collection i don't think anybody's gonna care it's just something interesting to see like it's especially when you're showing the same thing over and over again like you guys see this backdrop over and over again but if i were to do the same thing in you know uh, claire's office then whoa or in emily's room oh or, or josh from josh build stuff's room i mean that'll be like whoa what's what's happening here it's a complete <laughs> flip on the audience's head but it's still interesting to see um and besides your your uncle has a sick <laughs> shit i'm not it's so I, cool <laughs> it's so so like i remember the when was the first time i don't know if it was a thumbnail or if it was on instagram but the photo of either the brick mania one or the castle one out of the garage at first, I was like, where the does it feel that? <laughs> and then two, how long did it take to set up like that just for a photo, just to take it back down? And three, it's hanging out of the garage. That means after whatever they photo, they have to bring it back inside quickly because it's dark. Because it right. looked like you were getting taken a shot of like in the afternoon where it's dusk outside. So like, can you can you like explain like all of that collection right quick? Like, let's start, yeah. with, the, let's start with either the castle, the Brickmania one. Like, how did that happen? Because we're going to get into a little bit of a science behind this. Uh, he's been collecting for around, I don't know, I would say between 12 and 15 years, uh, which is a substantial amount of time, right? He's never, I'm going to say never bought anything online. He only goes in store on top of it. On top of what? owning a collection <laughs> that big, he's only got stuff in store. Like the minimal stuff online orders is from me ordering him like parts or something or something <laughs> I've over the last couple of years. He's very anti. Well, this is saving money on shipping. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, but super anti-tech. Um, just enjoys going to the stores. He'll go to like, I don't know, ten targets in a day, um, multiple times. It's it's awesome. It's you know that's a lifestyle, right? Uh, let alone Lego stores. He'll go to all the Chicago ones, you know, in one in one drive, couple times a week. Uh, but we started with the castle. Uh, and whatever reason, he's just like, hey, you know, he just got divorced and he just bought his new house. He, I helped him move all his Lego, which took ages. Uh, and he's like, let's set up something while we're moving uh, and just kind of go from there. And I was like, OK, let's do the castle because he wanted to dismantle it. The castle itself was probably, judging from the picture, I don't know, what, 12 by 12, maybe like a castle wall. This that used to wall. be set up inside his basement, his, his basement downstairs. Uh, just the castle was there with like the Harry Potter stuff inside, full of minifigs. Uh, and then, of course, the minifigs on the outside were not set up in his house. But uh, we decided to just sheet uh, base plates full of minifigs. So like each base plate was 100 minifigs. Uh, and you're talking like just so many different minifigs. So you had like Ninjago, you had old castle genre, uh, you know, orcs from Lord of, like, Lord of the Rings, like just a whole variety. One of the coolest ones was like the archers. For me, it was the coolest. The archers on top of the castle, I, I don't even know how many there were. It had to be hundreds. They were all Skylar from Ninjago. And the only chance to get that Skylar minifig was in that, I think it was $10, that $10 like battle pack. So it came with like three figs. It was like a Skylar and like two Vermilion warriors. So right there, you just think, okay, say it was 300 Skylar minifigs. There's 300 times 10. You know, like there's three grand in just, just that one set. And that, and that was just like a small portion of that, which is, I know it's absurd. If you start throwing numbers at it, which I try not to do because it's, it's bad. <laughs> um, that That's, it's just, it's significant. And that was one of the biggest setups we did uh, that just kind of like kind of broke the internet. I would say uh, we posted a, you know, that thumbnail 
was <laughs> 17,000 minifigs. I mean, that, that just does it justice, right? It's so different to see it in person. And, and they are all, all official Lego from Lego stores, never bought online, only in store, which is like just going so far down the line and so specific. It, it makes it 10 times crazier. I mean, you had the right thing too as well. You pulled all of the different like type of like intense fandom groups with Ninjago in there and you get all the castle bros in there. Like that is one <laughs> way to like, I guess, garner attention. That's genius. That, like, that's it's insane. It's like you fall in love with a figure no matter where it is, like Ninjago Castle, if it has some sort of like appealing to the torso or whatever, he'll buy or find a way to get a hundred of them. Right. Yeah, and like, like uh, the Medusa from I forget what series. Yeah. He, he, I think he has like 80 or 90 of them. He'll just, he'll feel for them. And and then like that series, I believe that series came with a warrior. Uh, he has probably over a thousand of that single warrior. So like just imagine how many minifigs he had to feel just to get like a thousand of those warriors. And if correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the same series as the Mr. Gold. And I had this discussion with him. He goes, uh, did you ever find the Mr. Gold? And he goes, no, I didn't. And I probably, I I think he has over 10,000 minifigs from that series and never found a Mr. Gold that he's like personally felt. Which And also just how many stores he would have had to drive to, to be able to go and feel through all of the minifigs. That's wild. Right. I'm, with, I'm still shocked. The fact that he's got all these on per, in like in person. Yes. Mm. I mean, I guess Chicago's a good place because you have a Brick Mania, you have Lego stores, mm. you have... Does he go to Bricks and Minifigs? He just found out about Bricks and Minifigs. Oh, my God. Uh, what? About, I, I, I promise you, this was like maybe a month ago now. He goes, dude, there's this other store called Bricks and Minifigs, and we got to go. <laughs> yeah, there's like two, I think, in the Chicago area, yeah, right? Our, I think. I remember we went to sure one of them. To I didn't know what was happening, but whatever. I know one was I new. I my queen on a dollar at one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. He, yeah, he cleaned it out for sure. <laughs> So all of those Brick Mania sets were from the Chicago store? Yes. Um, he's met Dan a, a few times. Uh, he actually introduced me to him at Brick Pearl Chicago. So, I mean, he knows my uncle. Um, I'm, yeah, he's, I'm a, just he's a whale. He, one right. He's a whale. So Brick Mania really relies on the B-cam whales. I am unfortunately not one of those people. I'm a, I get when I can if I really want something. But, like, you know, what really keeps the business afloat are, like, the diehards. You know, you got to give it to them, the ones that will get everything. But, like, oh, my God. When I saw that, I was just like, I never, I mean, I see people army build in, in like the custom military world. And like a lot of the people, at least that I've come across that buy a lot of brick mania will buy just one thing per like, you know, like whatever it is. Like I have like a bunch of different aircraft, right? It's not the same aircraft, but I do have five of the same tank, but they're different versions of the tank. Like your unk has like, 10 zero Mitsubishi zeros and like six PF 109s or, you know, I keep going. Like, why do you think he, cause this also relates to like his city and also right. the Knights. Like, yeah. why do you think he needs to get more than one of the same thing? Generally, I think he, one, I know he just absolutely loves and enjoys building, whether it's the same side or not. He likes to have just a multitude of them. Like example, the Republic gunship that knew that, or the, not gunship, the Republic fighter tank. Uh, yeah. I, I've watched him build over 300 of those. Like he, he builds them without the instructions and 300 of those. Can you imagine 300 of those? Uh, it's, it's yeah, a lot. Wow. But he just enjoys it. So uh, a little short story on that. Um, part of his job when he had his business, uh, he sold it not too long ago, um, but he had to drive and he had like a box truck. Uh, and when he would drive, guess what? He built Lego while driving. He would tell me, he goes, the last, you know, five, six years, I would just build, because he's on the, like, like the open oh, expressways, you know, yeah. no cars, right, going down south or whatever. And he would just build, like, he'd go to each Lego store in whatever city, driving through, buy a bunch of Lego and build it while driving, just to keep entertained, which I thought was crazy, but pretty awesome. Uh, but that goes back to your question of buying the same set and, you know, army building like that. He just enjoys large armies. Like, Star Wars is another topic, right? I it's a lot different from you know getting the same Brickmania tank, and I, I think that's a good question. I should probably just sit down and ask him, like, hey, why do you build the same set? But I think his, I know his answer is one. I just you know enjoy building it, and two, I want to, I want to have a, I want to have a bunch of them. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally get that. I, I, I'm an army builder. I like having um, a multitude of the same 
vehicle doesn't matter what it is but it's very easy to comprehend when it comes to like clones because a lot of people do that when it comes to castle a lot mm. of people do that and i'm sure when the imperials for pirates come into fruition with the new set that's coming out in the summer that's probably going to be another one um but you know a lot of other people do it with other things too like sans has his bull clone army like you know you could pretty much just army build anything um right. but there is some fascination with having the same exact minifigure um like just having like more than two like three four and it becomes addictive at that point like oh i already have five let's make 10 oh 10 looks cool let's get 20 and then oh cool let's get 100 and then before you know it you have two thousand minifigures i'm guilty of that so but <laughs> but, but like so getting two of the same set though it, it starts to cross a little bit more because one you need to find room for that and it's very easy to justify if it's a vehicle right because you know if you army build you technically need vehicles to go with the, with that army and you know right. like for me i like to play like giant war games like when i was little like you know like the toy soldiers versus toy soldier makes huge epic battles take over the entire house my mom would get really pissed off because it's the house of the mess um but you know i now have the financial capabilities of recreating the same thing with exactly with what i want without having to use my imagination so instead of pretending that these five minifigures were an army of a million i'll go buy a million minifigures <laughs> right so um but that in relation to that a lego city like when i was a kid like i had a lego town it wasn't a, a huge city but in my mind in my imagination it was like this police station was this huge giant police station this little house was the pizzeria which i wish i never lost was this you know big giant cafe but now i you know lego kind of allows it you're able to build a city now with the modules and stuff like that but to have the capacity financially and space like the basement that you show off with those huge skyscrapers i mean that alone is a flex enough as it is let alone <laughs> most of our facades still they're humongous but like when you're looking at the city you're seeing not one cafe corner two cafe corners three cafe corners Green grocer, green grocer, green grocer, market street, market street, market street, market street, market street. Like you're just watching this flex and turn around, like, oh, here's another four palace cinemas. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's just, but you're, but he's embracing what like Lego wanted in the beginning with Cafe Corner, which is like putting six together, like putting, you know, like mirroring it and make it this one gigantic building. You know, a lot of people already have a hard time buying. It's like, why would you buy the same chat <laughs> twice? But when you look at something like that, it's like, whoa, <laughs> this is sick. I mean, um, they've got great parts value. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so many amazing, just easy to use bricks. Like, I feel like the modular is like one that I think is probably the largest set that I think people could understand buying multiple of. Like, I mean, Claire's had this conversation with us. Like, she's like, I want to have my two modulars so I can make a mini one. And it makes sense because all of these parts that we don't use can just be stored away for something else. And I feel like that is probably one of the only buildings that I can think of that like is kind of normal for people to buy multiple of, but it also makes sense for something like a city, right? Like you look at a giant city, like there isn't just one police station often, like there's one big one, maybe there's like a smaller unit off the side or even cars, like you don't see one Toyota Prius driving around. Right. Like it does make sense for a city that scale to have so many duplicates like right. i guess like what is the most like duplicated set that you can think of in in that city layout the most duplicated i would say is the grand emporium uh i wow i, I can name there's one building that he did a skyscraper so it's nine grand emporiums so like you have your four corners and then you have the side buildings hmm. and then, but it's two two and two on the sides and he made them straight so like he did like his own creation right mock uh, he yeah. mocked them. They made it a straight because the Grand Emporium is a corner building, right? Uh, but he just made the facade, so it's a straight building. So uh, yeah, th I think it, no, it might it might be ten Grand Emporiums that make up uh, that building, and then in the center of it, because of course there's going to be one base plate, one or two base plates in the middle that would be empty. Instead, it's a huge skyscraper, like a a, a translucent blue like shopping mall. That's what it is supposed to be. So it's like it's not just your Grand Emporium, you know, small shopping one base plate. No, this is this is like the Grand Emporium, like it's the one in the city, and then. I know that's a duplication, but then he also has a bunch of grand emporiums like throughout the city as well. 
So that's just one that all for me, I'm always gonna be like, oh, he has a he definitely has maybe like 15 grand emporiums. And I'm like, I know he has some sealed as well, which is awesome. Um <laughs> I, I'm not, I know that's I know that's crazy, right? But it also puts the scale of the giant skyscrapers behind it into like proportion because we all know how big Market Street is, it's three or any module is three stories. Right. And it's like a base plate. But then when you have five across, spaced out technically a little bit, <laughs> you look behind and you see these like huge, like this whole thing is like one building for, for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one skyscraper. And yeah. I'm like, that's a lot of brick. If he did he brink like that? Because you said he didn't order online. So he managed yeah. to get yeah. enough brick. To build like 50 I, of these shelves. I, I get a phone call at least once a week. And he MFs to me that the Lego store puts limits on him. <laughs> like I have control. <laughs> because they don't let if I want to buy everything in the store, he says, and they won't let me. I don't get it. <laughs> and I, I get the argument because like he's just he just and wants he's to wiping, build. He's wiping everybody Save clean. some for the kids. <laughs> but also it's like this, he's using it. He's not exactly does he know about Lego's online pickup build? No, yes, because I order him the last maybe month or so. I've been starting to order him a few pieces. So I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't even count it part of the collection. Like it's only probably like a few hundred dollars worth. But the reason he knows about Bricklink is because I brought Tyler Life Bricks to his house a couple of times. And he'd be like, oh, my God, that many fig, you know, that that many fig. He's he's very knowledgeable, especially in Star Wars. Right. And he's just going through my uncle's collection. Like, oh, my God, I can see her all day and tell you some of the minifigs and my, my uncle was getting a kick out of it. Like, he's like, I had no idea, you know, I paid like 20 bucks for that. Like <laughs> yeah, Cloud city, Boba Fett, your raceway. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. yeah. Minifigure just in the, just walking around the city. He said, he will say that's just another $5 minifig, you know, like to me, like it's, it's crazy. It's, it's awesome to see. <laughs> I am really shocked to see he amassed that much of a collection without getting it online. Yeah. I, I think that, that still makes intense. it 10 times greater in my opinion. I'm just jealous of you being able to have like, access like, to a collection like that to showcase it. Like, we, absolutely, like, show it off. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, I, I really want to buy a warehouse out here by us because we live about 10 minutes from each other. I really want to buy a warehouse. That way he can display everything. That's going to have to be one big warehouse. I know that. But <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Like, show us a museum, like, for sure. Right. Like, like um, okay, so Chicago, Brick World Chicago is probably one of the largest conventions in the world at this point. You're not that far from Chantilly, I'm presuming. If he had some sort of, because watching that collections, I would say challenge is the one discovery. <laughs> no, but so the Discovery Center city in right next to oh, the yeah. in Chantilly, yeah. So that's a beautiful, nice built city made by yeah. Lego Lego Master Builders. But I feel like your city, oh his city, oh, your city, it's both your city, your fan would rival that because you know, like. Although the the city that's made for Chicago in Discovery in Discovery Store it, or Discovery Center, it's you know it's all it's a tribute to Chicago and like all the you know the, all the landmarks that are there. But there's really not that much like Lego nostalgia in it. You know what I mean? Like there's no right. Cafe Corner in there. There's yeah. no Cloud City Boba Fett walking around. So like if he were you know, mass that together and make this huge layout of like the city with, you know, things that with sets that a lot of people will be shocked to see more than one of, um, you know, talking about green grocer and sets like that, or let alone seeing a $3,000 minifigure walking around in the middle of nowhere encased. I think that's like a big difference that would set it apart between the one that's done by, you know, Lego or uh, Merlin, uh, let alone showing off an army like that. I mean, yeah. I'm proud of my army, but <laughs> if like, if like you bring that up, I'm like, Oh, Okay, go, go look Let alone being able to just be like, hey, you don't have to have a kid to enter. If you're an adult, you can walk in. Like, you'd put them out of business. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't need to have <laughs> the a amount child. of Lego fans that would go and see that. Like, I, I would go and see it. Like, mm -hmm. even just like I looking thought. at it online, I'm like, this is so cool. Let alone seeing it in person. Like, there's always such a difference between looking at something online versus like being able to actually be present and things like that and really have a look like crouch down look in and like all of the little details like that would just be insane like oh like has that like inspired you like in any like way that you found yourself collecting like just seeing like how many like duplicates of everything and like army building and just like the scale and city like that like what kind of impact has that had on you like as you've gotten into the hobby too it kind of put me in check. Like 
It gives me something. <laughs> it, 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 as, as bad as that may sound, but it put me in check. Like, hey, you'll probably never beat this. So don't yeah. don't try to do that. <laughs> why why try to do that for me? Like, because I'm in that shoes. Like when I when I have that at like my access, like at my disposal, like I can go mm-hmm. and I can work on it with him, which is awesome, right? Or I can go and record uh, and see that, and you know, play set up a war myself. Like he'll like I can do whatever, right? Because. Uh, he's just that way, which is very fortunate. Not everyone's that fortunate. So it gives me the chance to say, okay, well, I don't need that in my own collection. Uh, of course, I want to army build a little bit, but I don't have to get that crazy. Uh, and, and instead, I could focus you know, more on the content content side of it. And then, of course, for me, it's always just been like, I need at least like one of every set <laughs> and not and not two because I, I have him for that. To <laughs> Health, healthy boundaries. We love to see it. So he, he's the one that feels that need to buy more than one. So, no, that's cool, though, having that access, though. You just said it, right? Let's see if you want to build a mock of uh, whatever. <laughs> you just yeah. go, hey, can I borrow 200 of these minifigures right quick? And maybe like 10 of those. Uh, 10 of those can I just borrow mind. one of those sealed cafe corners over there? Yeah, and just can borrow one of those. Brick or, hey, can I have that red base plate out of the palace cinema you got in the back there? Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and he would. If I was doing a mock or something, he'd be like, oh, yeah, just, you know. Just give them back whenever, you know, and so which is yeah. awesome to have it access to. Plus the piece collection he has underneath the city. That's oh my pretty gosh. expensive. Yeah. It's and then like what's under the city too, like what you can't see, right? Like yeah. <laughs> so one of the other things I mean is different. He's a comic collector as well. I, I figured I'd throw that in here. Um he's yeah, a big well. comic collector. Um I wish I wish I knew more about it, but you can imagine his Lego hobby, so times that by comics. <laughs> Like, do you like see dollar signs? Not saying you're trying to sell it, but you, you understand the value. Does, does it really like help you understand what he has by knowing how much each thing is worth and what you can use it for? What he like, if you know, have you tried nudging him in direction? Like, hey, you have like ten of these you're not even building. Um, you could probably sell some of these, move them, get some more of something else, upgrade the collection a little bit. Because I'm not trying to hit his collection in any way possible. I'm not trying. To, I, I, I'm probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. But like, if I look at the Brickmania one. It's it's a little outdated, right? They're all yellow minifigures. When he was yeah. saying like they're all eighteen dollar minifigures, I'm like, <sighs> they're thirty dollar minifigures now. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the two hundred fifty dollar tank is more like a five hundred dollar tank now. So like, has he considered like upgrading like the like the army of any way or upgrading the city in any way? Yeah, just so by using I, what he has in his collection. I've I've mentioned like selling some things, right? Um, and for him. The best answer I could give you would then uh, he does not want to sell it like piece by piece, right? Someone has to be like, I want your Brickmania collection. Here's a hundred grand. I want the whole Brickmania collection. If you wow. were to, if you were to piece out, you know, two thousand here, two thousand there, it just wouldn't be worth the time. And uh, that's basically mm-hmm. an answer in short. Like all the Star Wars collection, he would not want to sell like oh just you know the Clone Wars. Like he would he would tell them no. Like you have to buy the whole collection. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair, just because like where do you draw the line, right? he doesn't want to sell $10,000 worth of minifigs. It's, it's just not worth the time to separate. Like just take all of it or none kind of deal. I've seen those on eBay. Like someone has a whole castle collection of the crown knights for like 10 grand. It's very inviting. And tempting. <laughs> um, but like, I'm, I, I, I mean, me personally doesn't have, I don't have the means to just drop 10 grand like that. If I did, then yeah, I would have, I would have handled it. But I understand that that's, cool to see that he, there is he's open to someone buying his collection like he's not like this is mine forever blah 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 this is you know if the price is right he'll sell it that's pretty yeah. much what and that's saying. what he said there's a price tag on everything and like i'll say one of his his biggest not goals like i think he definitely achieve it right but one thing he always wanted was lamborghini so if lamborghini you're watching this you want to buy a lego collection or do a trade <laughs> let me know. uh he he just wants to, uh, a vintage or probably um probably lamborghini he wants and i forget what color i think he said white I think a Lamborghini white. So that was his goal. Nice. So if he if he sold his Star Wars or his city or something, that's what he would buy. <laughs> I'm sure he's also in a yeah. very good position that like he doesn't need to sell it. He's not desperate to sell it. So yeah. like you like really you just kind of set that price. And if someone is desperate enough, like a like a third party like resell Lego store, for example, I feel like they yeah. would probably be like the key person that would go and shell out that money because then they can do all the hard work of separating it but Uh, a a lot of the time like they're probably not going to pay the price he wants even though like for them that's a gold mine right like that is like a lego investors kind of dream type of thing like i think that he's in a really really good spot in that regard like you don't have to worry 
if someone bought it as a whole, they're gonna they're gonna win. Like you're doing the work, but yeah. and you know what you're doing. You're gonna win. It's not gonna be like oh, you're paying oh, top no. dollar. It's not. You know, it's it's yeah. gonna be at a bargain. Like it's mm-hmm. not gonna be top dollar. I you know I tell you that right now. If anyone's watching wants to make an offer, let me know. <laughs> Orlando Brickco, I heard you have a store opening. You need stock. <laughs> hey, I literally yeah. stock that into you. <laughs> that was a good starting for a store to start. That would make a great. That would make a great video. Just like a, a fleet of moving trucks, just like <laughs> filled with like the insurance cost on that move. Though. Oh my oh. god. No, no, because when I was watching the last city video, or at least the last room tour of that basement, where um, I was looking at how many police cars that were in that like the lane where all the police cars are at, the the newest one, I think it looks like the newest one, the blue and white one. Um, I'm like, I'm counting, I I don't know why I was counting them (laughs) as you were talking. Like, I stopped paying attention to what you're saying, I started counting the, the, the police cars, and I'm like. One, like by the time I got to like 20, 25, and then you start doing the math, it's nine ninety nine a fig a a, a a set, and you're like, wow, and that's just only the police car. <laughs> that small set, like that, that small section of this section of the room. <laughs> There's right. still a massive way more than that, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's that's like a thousand dollars in like. <laughs> it's what's my 5501st crew troopers to shame absolutely <laughs> like they don't mean anything anymore <laughs> i forget how many we counted for i every time i went to the store he said however many you find clean them out you know i'll pay you whenever yeah. you know, don't worry about it so every time i went to the store and i found some i probably accumulated i don't know like at least 50 or 60 for him and wow. legal and let alone what he's buying and i forget i think there was 400 400 of those packs if i'm because I want to say there were 1,600 of the new Bible First Troopers. Hmm. So four times four, 400. That is insane. Imagine if he had access to the magazines as well. Like, oh my just being able to he has all the magazines for like the last 10 years. Does he, does he have a goal? Like, I want this much. Or is it out of convenience? Like, oh, I'm at Target. There's like, they just put 20 on the shelves. I'm going to grab all 20. Like, or if the Lego store got like three of the modules in stock, I'm going to buy all three of these because it's, it's there. Or is he saying, I want 20 of this one specific set. I'm going to get 20 no matter what. So the Star Wars definitely, had, I've kind of enabled him a little bit because um, I said we were going to do a full Star Wars tour. So he's kind of been like mm-hmm. going a little like above and beyond for it. That's the spirit. <laughs> um, I blame myself for that. But um, no, it's it's awesome. And as far I'm, as just, the- I'm just smiling in awe, man. <laughs> like, I'm living vicariously through you, through him right now. Like just imagining you like, hey, how much you want to buy? All right, let's go. <laughs> It's, it's fun, right? But I, I wish he was here to like. Ha- he doesn't like to be on camera or anything like that. So oh, yeah, no. he doesn't show himself <laughs> at all. If I was You're like, hey, like, we're gonna do an interview with, he'd be like, oh, just speak for me. So I'm, I'm gonna show him this. Leave all the He'll hopefully be excited <laughs> about it. But, Have um, you like ever considered, I guess, like reaching out to like a news station or like mm-hmm. i guess just like a broader type of thing like because i guess now that you have like the stud city account and like have this full documentation of it with all of the reels and everything like that could be a really good tool to be like hey like do you want to do like a, a news piece on my uncle's collection or like i guess is he like he just doesn't want to do that is he too private is he worried that like i guess if like someone might find out where it is and try to steal it type of thing like do you think like that would be something that you'd try and do in the future I would, I would definitely, he would be up for it and he'd get a kick out of it. Like, uh, I know we, we did the video with like Prickly, right. Where we're doing the record and like, he's beyond excited. Like I'm, I'm, fr- I'm not fronting, but I'm fronting my uncle's figs for it. Like mm-hmm. to like put into that. Uh, he's beyond like, he'll tell everyone like in my family, <laughs> which is awesome. And it's super exciting to see. And you know, he deserves that, right. He, des- he deserves the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as a news thing, he'd be all about it. He really would, but he would not want to be the face of it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think. Uh, at least from like the last conversations I would had with him, he would just say, Hey, just, I don't want to interview, just speak on my behalf. You know, just, you could just mm-hmm. say it's my uncle, you know, or whatever, or John, he doesn't care if it's his first name. Uh, so mm-hmm. he would be all about it. I, I would be up for it. I think it'd be a challenge with <laughs> just how much Lego there is. <laughs> I think what's cool about it is that you built this like partnership that benefits you. I mean, obviously, Beth is saying he gets a kick out of the building, the, the accumulation, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're if you're you know you're sharing it on YouTube, you're sharing it on your channel. Um, you gave him the credit, but ultimately, like I see, mm-hmm. I don't see it as like his collection and your channel. Like it's like a partnership because mm-hmm. you film his stuff, 
he gets a kick out of it because people are enjoying it. So he's right. benefiting from you sharing it. Um, so mm-hmm. like if I wasn't not saying I get it, the, the whole time thing, like mm-hmm. family, kids work full time. I totally understand. There's like only so many minutes of a day to create something, let alone film it. It's like you're sitting on like this huge opportunity of, of of different ways that you can go, like let alone just setting stuff up, but you could do like a little mock series. You could, you know, you could do like a, a you can just go and I guess into the value of everything because like you have a you have a very clear interest in like just like the Lego investment type of route because like it is so rare to have access to the stuff mm-hmm. that he has like very yeah. few people ever can and if you ever do you have to take that opportunity and run so like I guess like would you potentially do like a a video series like going through and being like all right well like here's this thing. It was like purchased for this amount in this year. These days it's like roughly worth this. And like, do like, you could do like a whole episode just on like Star Wars minifigures, Ninjago, like the modulars, the Grand Emporium as a whole thing. And then like also equally showcase like what he's done. Cause like, like I said, like he's going to like getting that joy out of seeing someone just like appreciate your collection is such a large part. I think of Lego collecting that we don't really ever talk about, but it's always there. Yeah. So like him getting that out of it, you're getting to grow your account and also just give people something that they wouldn't be able to really get otherwise all in one location. Like that, that's incredible. Exactly. Like, that's, 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 a, that's a great idea. Like a series where like just his city, right? We'll start you yeah. know, like two, two buildings at a time or something. And just, you, you, know, you just, should literally like just, okay. So let's say six city, for example, you can literally go like, here's one green grocer. It's it, at the time, blah, 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 I was purchased for whatever. Now it's worth blah, blah, blah. But here's two. Here's three. Yeah. Here's four. Now it's also it's- that type of content you could cut down and like you could have a long video on it mm-hmm. and then like cut it down and throw it on YouTube shorts and like. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. crossover potential is that. Man, can I do No, but, but Holly brought up a great point. Like a lot, a lot of videos that do very well is, you know, you're living vicariously through the people that you're watching. And with the Lego collecting thing, a lot of, you know, very clickable, I guess clickable, but really attention grabbing is when you see a whole collection of whatever it is. And especially if it's an army of any kind, whether it's like 55 police cars to like, you know, 10 UCS gunships or whatever. But like, yeah, you know, like you a million multiple, views on those clone armies, like, oh my God, right, it's jump fine. on that. It's like you're not used to seeing it. People like normally just don't have it in them to buy another of the same thing they don't a lot of people just don't see the value in that especially if they already built the same thing they don't feel like they, they, it's just not worth it to them but to see it it's still like appealing and interesting and like i want to see why this person bought 25 of this set or whatever you know what i mean i, I just think there's a like a lot of people like watching haul videos right haul videos are easy to make people want to see what you buy in in reality, it's probably a bad thing to be doing because you're enticing or no, you're enticing, you're, you're 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 telling people to buy stuff. Right. Um, how much did you spend? Yeah. Well, you spend, spend, but, <laughs> but that's the shock point though, right? Like, how much did you spend? Like, I spent two thousand dollars. Oh my god, I would have never spent that, but I'm happy you did because I get to live through you doing it. And there's yeah. not a lot of you would think there will be a lot of hate on that, but there really isn't. It's just like whoa i wish i was you or oh that's cool enjoy i'm happy for you there's a lot of support on that so wow man i can just keep going all (laughs) there's there's only one platform that expressed the hate and that's reddit (laughs) oh yeah let's stay off the reddit (laughs) reddit's meant for hating it's fine uh, whoever's moderator on that i want i would love to meet you in person (laughs) would you though i don't want to meet people oh man yeah i feel like with whole always people kind of like it they never no one ever expresses like i guess their jealousy or whatever because just like that's not the attitude you're first and foremost you're wowed and then just like maybe you'll sit back afterwards and be like was that really a good idea that they spent that money i mean i do that with myself i film a whole video and i'm like what have i done (laughs) yeah right why did you guys stop making haul videos it's just like i've got to accumulate things and that's the only time i'll do it anymore yeah and i'm like i don't this doesn't seem like it's a good message (laughs) <laughs> but they do so well and people like watching them because they want to see what i bought it's i'm like fun. It's it's fun to like, like that. yeah they, they are easy to make um but to, to, to bring it back down you have a gold mine um I, I'm, I'm so happy for you that you have this like you know access to like one 
the Lego in itself to the collection, but just to have like a, a, a family member who like really is passionate about the hobby. Like I don't have that. Like my yeah, wife no, does don't. not care about Lego whatsoever. My children <laughs> do not care about this. If they, have, if they didn't have it, then probably they would be like, oh, that's because cool. you don't have enough dinosaurs. No, you got to get more dinosaurs and then they'll care. But, but it was like, it's like daddy already has it. He doesn't need, I don't need to buy it because he's going to get it anyway. So that, that, need, right. that, mm -hmm. that want is not there. So there's right. no, I don't, the only time I get appreciation for, you know, this kind of collection or the love of the hobby is, you know, when I talk to my friends here. That that's like really the only time. Why um, does the whole videos? Yeah, <laughs> but like to to have oh, a, a very close family member or friend yeah. down the street from you, figuratively, um, yeah. that you can literally just sit there, literally all day, and just talk Lego, and then enjoy the physical Lego in front of them right. is, I think, a a feeling that a lot of people have never experienced because a lot of people are closeted in this thing. They don't, they're around people that don't care about it. You know, I, I was amazed when I was into Clara's room or Mr. Bookie Boo's room or, you know, anyone else's like, room that I've been a part of. I'm sure Holly, you've been a, a bunch at this mm. point and I don't know how you feel about them, but it's really cool to it's, see. It's the best part. It's so good. Oh, and just not. Yeah, no, um, it's 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 so good and it's so nice just to be able to also just like talk and get to share that with people and like I light up, they light up because they see me lit up. Like I think that's another thing as well, like having a family member. Like it's one thing to have and go and visit your friends. Like that is like a whole other area. It just brings back just to why the community in general in Lego is so special and so important. But also like having a family member, it kind of takes it back to the whole like family concept of Lego, like a family member buys you a set and that's how you get into it. And it really has that kind of like childhood essence to it. Like, I guess like Duck Brick spoke about in his episode, like having like that childhood point of like, oh, I've grown up in this space. Like this is my collection. Like a family member kind of roots back to that in a, like a way too. And that's like so nice. I wish my family were into it, man. It would make firstly just collecting so much easier. It wouldn't be like, hey, get this out of the hallway. Why is this in the living room all of a sudden? I'm like, yeah, why is it Christmas decoration? It's fine. I just burned the children. They took it out of the office. <laughs> that was my excuse. It was the dog. Just kidding. They don't touch it. I mean, luckily no, for me. <laughs> but, but even having a family member that's, you know, so close and that has Lego, uh, like, in such sheer amount, right? That's so fortunate. But I also have, you know, Tyler, who I met, like, within the community. Mm -hmm. And I, he's, like, a great friend as well. And he lives yeah. just as far. You know, I'm 10 minutes from Tyler's house. Uh, and it's it's awesome. To no just way. Buy. Yeah. Yeah, we're flexing like it's cool today, are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, going into like other people's Lego rooms, like Tyler's mm. room is extraordinary. Like it is amazing. Mm. It's it almost felt like I was seeing more Lego than being at my uncle's. Like it was, I was mm. so mind blown going into it because it was just something so different, right? He has the whole Bricklink setup, uh, which is a whole other topic, right? And then he has his own personal collection and a whole other side of the house. Uh, and it's it was amazing to see. And it's like, okay, this guy was ten minutes. Where were you my whole life? You know, right? that's my favorite thing about visiting people's rooms is because, like, oftentimes, I guess you'll see a couple of the same sets, if not a lot, but it's always a completely different setup to how they're laid out. Like, I remember when we were at Claire's house, we see she has all of the modulars like on a shelf, just in a line on like a bookcase, and Shai's looking at his is like it's the same buildings, but this is different. And it's like, same deal with your uncle. Like it's in a city layout. It's different. Like Star Wars stuff, like mine's on like a little stand or a shelf, but I could go and look at like Sans's Yoda collection. And it's just an entirely different thing. Like you get a lot of people's personality with just how they set things up, which I also think is really fun. Cause it's, we all love the same things. We all love a lot of the same sets, but just what do you do with those? I think that's a lot of like personal expression and also just another fun thing about being able to see so many different collections and so many people's rooms and layouts and things like that. Man, I want Lego friends in my city. Why are you all? Right? This sucks. <laughs> right? I, I know I'm like, I'm jealous of the Austin crew and they're all right? in a little bubble. And now I'm learning about this other little bubble in like yeah, Illinois. Yeah, What's I going on? Really no, but that's, that, okay, so that's bringing up another part of that, just kind of snowballing on this idea. Mm. So there's a difference between going into your uncle's office or house, I guess, at this point, and Tyler's basement. Tyler, you get to see his room on heat like on this right you're seeing so right. like, i'm watching holly's yeah. bedroom every time she makes a video you're watching this office every time you watch it so in your mind you're kind of building what you think it looks like and how it's laid out and you kind of know what's happening but then when you actually see it like when you see it in person like 
you know, going to Tyler's room, it's like, whoa, this is like, I've seen this already, but I've not seen this yet. Yeah. Like when Emily came over my pad, like she looked at my living room for like a good two minutes and didn't move. And I'm like, hi, Emily. Hi. <laughs> hi, the kids are right there. And she's just looking straight like to the kitchen because she's seen this like setup of the kitchen multiple times. I've and then, seen that in the army. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but same thing with like when you go to Claire's house, like I've seen probably 10, the kitchen was probably my most favorite thing to look at because I always see her in the kitchen. <laughs> making a video so like she opens the fridge what yeah i'm like whoa i'm in the kitchen but so like for tyler's house like whoa i'm in tyler's basement where's that mustang it's a mustang right right yeah right yeah where's the mustang so you know just to see see like fellow content creators friends that you see online whether that's youtube instagram tiktok wherever you see their background their setup you know their collection and then to physically see that on top of it i think is a different level which is also cool and unique in comparison to like you know like a friend that i know that collects lego i don't see it ever this is cool too but it doesn't resonate the same as i've been watching your like your videos your content your photos for like years and now finally seeing it if that makes sense like i think it's for for your uncle you, you see it all the time it's a different kind of hit like that's technically your your setup but if tyler were to come over or if, if we were to go check out your stuff because we've seen the videos we've seen the setups we set up we're like if i see the garage i'm probably gonna be amazed that i'm watching the garage like oh this is all the bins that are laid out everywhere um i've seen this driveway multiple times this is cool to actually see the driveway you right. know what i mean I don't know. That's just another thing that I wanted to bring up. It's like you're watching, if you ever go, anyone ever goes to Universal Studios out here in Hollywood, you know, going to the back lock where Back to the Future is like set up, it's like, whoa, <laughs> this is where the movie was taking place. So if you ever go, you know, that type of stuff, I think it's, it's very, very fascinating. It's more exciting than, I guess, like a tourist landmark. Like you see it on the Eiffel Tower in a photo and you just kind of go there and you stare at it for a bit. It's like, okay, next place and get, keep moving on. <laughs> Yeah, right. So maybe one day we'll see. It. I mean, uh, does he ever share his stuff at Chicago? Is no, he, he's he's never has. Um, I kind of was pushing him to this. Yeah, you know, we should do it. He goes, dude, we are going to spend twenty grand on tables. <laughs> That's what he said. Because <laughs> for him, it was like, I'm not going to just bring like a table. You know, I want to bring everything. <laughs> you know, oh, like it's all or nothing. So I'm, I'm sure you could talk to Mark and like get something happening. You know, I I think I think it's a if you're not able to share it in a way like like a warehouse or anything like that, I think just even a small collection of something is still pretty cool to see, especially if it's, it's something that's done well for you, like visually. Right. It's like, oh, this is cool. I finally best get layout award. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that's <laughs> the a biggest thing. layout award because <laughs> like like real estate, right? Like going horizontals was expensive, right? So I was like, if we just get you know one base plate high and just stack <laughs> all the way to like the ceiling. <laughs> Like that, that would be so different. <laughs> I think that'll be really that'll be one hell of a flex. That'll be one one funny video. Like, how many base plate clones can we put on this one four by seven table? Right. <laughs> like yeah. just stack them high. And no, I'm but like, even better, you like make it in the shape of a clone. Clone all that's going above that's, and beyond. That's great. That'll be sick though, not gonna lie. You probably I, have enough figures to do that. Not to ever only do that. that. I don't know how you do oh. the arms, but you should right. watch it out. Or you just like the helmet. It's shaped in the shape the, of a helmet. You could do those. I knew, I've seen a lot of people do those like mosaic type, type things with just the minifigures, right. you know, like using the clones as a shape of the clone, just not on a base plate. You just do that. See, you have all this at your disposal. Stick them on white base plates to blend it in with the, oh, right. the color scheme. You could use the different lesions to like make the eye. The different colors. Oh man. All right. All right. We're, 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 we're getting too far. We're getting too far. So oh, yeah, we, we didn't really get to talk about other things we kind of want to get into, which is good. Cause that means we would probably ask you to come back. So uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to put a hard stop right here. And then like, just kind of ask you like, what are your goals now for your channel or what you yeah. plan on doing in general, I guess. Two of my top goals, 100,000 subscribers. That was oh, the wow. goal from when I start. Like, that's my goal. I want Maybe. that plaque. You know, I want to, me and me and that plaque a date, you know, to the Bahamas, wherever, you know, back to Greece, wherever. Just, I want that. Like, it's just been a goal. I think it's extraordinary. People that do it, all props to you. Uh, it's definitely up there. Uh, and then the other one would be to, to not make it like a full-time job, but to, to do it full-time. And then that way I don't have to work, you know, for somebody else because uh, I, I don't want to do that, right? Uh, but I want to I want to do this full time because uh, I enjoy it, and then I can I can focus on some of my other investment stuff, um, you know, and fund that. 
So I think that would be my top top two goals there. You have the ability to do that and the resources too. So hopefully you take advantage of it and hope to see more of that type right. of content. Yeah. So I want to travel travel more, you know, and go to more conventions. I haven't done enough and that's, you know, going to use the excuse of, you know, working full time, right? You're limited. So yeah. you have, at least you're right next to Chicago. Right. Yeah. That, I don't have an that. excuse for that one. I don't have an excuse. For yeah, that. you have zero excuse not to be there, especially this upcoming one that's about to happen. The hype for it is like getting more like crazier every week as it gets closer. I have a, I have a countdown on my little screen right. deck whenever I'm live. I'm like, oh, 40 days. My stuff's notification on my, my Qantas mm-hmm. app yesterday. Oh, five d- weeks until check-in. Like, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so I guess we'll see you there. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Holly, do you have anything else you want to bring up? Um, no, but besides the fact that you should follow Stud City if you haven't already, so you can get him to 100,000. <laughs> yes. yes the, uh, and also, thank you for having me as a guest host, Kelly Bricklink. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. No Thanks, problem. Chris, Appreciate both yeah. of you. Uh, Holly, you. Want, to roll, you want to roll us out? Do you know how to do that? No, I don't know how to do that. Uh, I mean, you'll like, pay attention to the very end. That shows you didn't watch the very end. I'm just I kidding. do watch the very end. You want to see my <laughs> All you got to say is just roll that music. Okay. Well, in that case, there we go. Just roll that music. Have a nice day. Peace. Thank you. That was cool. My that was cool. Yeah, that works. That works. We lost Ninja. I think his thing is right. <laughs>